This is a special edition of the Sean Hannity Show. America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 174. Day 187 since Joe promised he would never abandon Americans there, but Joe's turned the page and hasn't looked back and hasn't mentioned those hostages ever since. He did mention the one hostage separate and apart from his failed evacuation and disaster that is uh, all things uh, uh, the Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan, where they have all the leverage. They have all of it, all the leverage. Unbelievable. Um, A lot going on. We have the organizer of the People's Convoy, the Freedom Convoy in America, which is going to start soon. We'll tell you about that. That organizer is going to be on. Uh, One of the leaders that is the organizer for the Freedom Convoy in Ottawa and in Ontario uh, is going to join us. Uh, There seems to be now uh, a crack in favor of the truckers. As the Canadian press reporting, Alberta, Saskatchewan are now taking the lead, signaling that they're going to end their COVID restrictions. Canada's chief public health officer says the provinces are going to have to find a balance between containing the virus with public health measures and returning to a sense of normalcy as the Omicron wave continues to crest. Several provinces have now said that their intention is to do away with some, if not all, remaining COVID-19 health restrictions. Alberta's premier, a guy by the name of Jason Kenney, says the government will announce next week a date to end Alberta's COVID-19 vaccine passport and a phased approach to ending almost all COVID-19 health restrictions by the end of the month, provided the pressure on hospitals continues to decline. In Saskatchewan, their premier, Scott Moe, said he's committed to ending all COVID-19 restrictions while uh, uh, in, in his case. So as of now, the win is on the side of the truckers. But it's not over yet. Now, because you got this this idiot, you know, as a prime minister, just dug into stupidity and refusing, you know, all he's doing is calling them racist and and sexist and transphobic and homophobic. I don't even know. What is he talking about? I've, I've not seen a single instance. And I've had my team, Linda, how many times did I say, are there any instances of people being violent? You said no. Any no. instances of people saying anything racist or transphobic? And you said no. Uh, we're looking for it. We can't find it. There's been no instances of violence that anybody has talked about. And, you know, yesterday the Ottawa police chief lost his freaking mind saying, well, we're going to bring in the military. Well, I have sources. I know. How do you have sources in, in Canada, Hannity? I just happen to have sources. This is what I do for a living. I, I try to put the best show on as that I possibly can. And they're saying cops, they want no part of of confronting the truckers because they're whispering in the truckers' ears, we support you guys. We're totally in agreement with you. And yet they're trying to push the, the cops to, to, you know, oh, shut down uh, the kitchen that they make because they're eating food. Uh, it's ridiculous. You know, like the cops, for example, they, they had to block off the road. And then a bunch of farmers and big tractors started just driving around the cops. And they just they stood there because they support the truckers. Everybody's had it with this. And that's what governments are not understanding. When you push that hard that far, this is what you're going to get back. One size fits all medicine doesn't work for everybody. And at the end of the day, 
if if I'm right in my belief for the most part, I, there are exceptions, I don't think Fauci or Walensky or Biden or Kamala or Jen Psaki or the CDC or the NIH, the people, in other words, they got pretty much everything wrong throughout the entire pandemic are going to have an impact. I think people have made up their own minds. And that's why now that we have breakthrough cases, even fully vaccinated and boosted people, even people that already had COVID, they're getting it again. Natural immunity is not preventing a reinfection. So now the focus ought to move towards the science, and that's the science of therapeutics, which then shows how incompetent Joe Biden in this country has been not having tests, not having therapeutics, monoclonal antibodies, not mass producing, warp speeding, uh, the antivirals. I have the first person that was able to get the Pfizer antiviral this weekend, a person that called me, just like we always get calls every day now, we're getting calls. What does Hannity say to do again when we get uh, a positive test? And I know it's a broken record. and But Linda... I, ha- I have to do it because nobody else is talking about them. And and it, it, it's literally saving lives. And nobody not only is it saving lives, point. it's not just saving lives. But as we saw, just like, was it a couple weeks ago, we did that slam the lines and people couldn't even, they were like, wait, what is it? Mono, mono. I'm like, oh my gosh. I mean, it just well, shows you, you tell how much. Put up a full bank of calls right now. And I'll go, I'll oh, okay. do this in this segment. We'll get it in. Okay. And don't, right. But I don't want them hearing what I'm saying, okay? Okay, all right. Uh, we'll That's impossible, but sure, put we'll anybody try. up, I don't care who they are. All uh, right, cool. Uh, 800-941-SHAWN is on number. By the way, why do you think that so many mainstream media mob outlets, we have the John Hopkins study that comes out, and this study was brutal on lockdowns. And, you know, it outlined the ineffective, complete ineffectiveness and actually how it ended up being harmful. Their words, you know, the meta-analysis concludes lockdowns have had little to no public health effects. They have imposed enormous economic and social costs where they have been adopted, according to the researchers at John Hopkins. By the way, I'm following the science. In consequence, the lockdown policies are ill-founded and should be rejected as a pandemic policy uh, instrument. However, the John Hopkins study received no mention on any of the five liberal networks at all this week. MSDNC, they didn't mention this science not one time. Fake news, CNN, MSDNC, none, not one single time did they mention the John Hopkins scientific study. Neither did ABC, NBC, CBS. Oh, but we got to. I bet you Joe Rogan mentioned it. How much you want to bet Joe Rogan? I don't need, I, I don't know for sure. You want to talk about the real misinformers in this whole thing? That would be the, oh, CDC, the NIH. That would be flip-flop, the highest-paid government official we got, Fauci, and everybody else. <laughs> and he, never mind lying about the origins of the Wuhan virus. Um, all right, so do you have any calls there? You're putting them up now. Okay, that's very nice. Canadian freedom. I heard it take her time a little bit, boss. Just a little bit. Well, actually, it's almost better to take them cold so other people can't <laughs> and let the phones ring because then the, they can't hear if somebody does get it right. You're a brave man. You have no idea let's, what you're asking for. Yeah, I know, but we'll give it a shot. All right, let's put some uh, put line one up. Let's go to line one. Hello. Hey, how are you? What, what's your name? 
my name is Eric. How you doing? What's your name? My name's Eric. Eric, my name's Sean Hannity. How you doing? I'm good. What's going on? What's going on? You're live on the air. And I got a question. What do you've you've listened to the show before, right? I have. What do I always tell people if you get a positive test for COVID? What are you supposed to do? Not tell your boss and just go to work. <laughs> I've never said that in my life. <laughs> All right, let's go to another caller. Uh, let's say hi to Ricky in North Carolina. Ricky, if you get a positive COVID test, what is my advice to you? How are you, Ricky? Hey, hello, Sean. How you doing? I got a question. So if you, yes, you listen to the show, right? Every day I'm a truck driver. Every day, three hours. Well, thank you for what you do, by the way. We have a lot coming up on truckers today. Now, my question is, if you got a positive COVID test, what is the advice I give out every day? Consult your doctor and ask for monoclonal antibodies right out of the gate. Boom. Finally. See, now we're making progress. Linda, two weeks ago, we didn't get anybody that got it right. This guy is amazing. Forget about it. All right. Do we have anybody that didn't hear the answer? All right. Line one didn't hear the answer. Let's go to Leon in D.C. Leon, how are you? It's Sean Hannity. Hey, how you doing, sir? I got a question. Thank you for calling. Did you listen to the program, right? Uh, I'm a new listener, but yeah. If you get a if you get a positive COVID test, do you know what my Sean Hannity's advice to you would be? What would that be? Yeah, what would, I'm asking you, what would it be? What do you, if you get a positive COVID test, what is my advice? Oh, um, I believe you said the uh, antivirals, the monoclonal, some, 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 something like that. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. Listen, the <laughs> monoclonal, the monoclonal, the monoclonal, no, listen, no, you got the right answer. We're not making fun of you, but that's actually, I'm glad you know. You talk to your doctor, ask about the therapeutics immediately, right? That's what I say? Right. Correct. All right. Uh Linda, look at that experiment. See? I mean, listen, that petition is Leon, paying off. Leon and the call before him have just saved America because two weeks ago I was starting to get really scared. I'm like, you've only said it a thousand times like every week for the I past know, because you know, three somebody, months. Because somebody complained, Hannity, do I have to hear the stupid speech again? And I'm like, most people yes, you don't do. Yes, you do. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's not that I want the people that listen every day that, that probably do know. But the ones that don't know, I mean, we're now on 670, what, five stations? How many stations That's are right. we on now? That's right. You know, so there's a lot of people that listen. And I care about everybody in this audience. And I don't care what your politics are. I want you to live. And and I mean that. But for the media mob to just ignore this John Hopkins thing, why would they avoid What is their motive of avoiding this when they it says the death rate, you know, reduced COVID death rates by 0.2%. Lockdown should be rejected out of hand. That's science. The very people lecturing us follow the science. It's it's unbelievable. All right, so we've got some some wins here. Uh, now it's not over in Canada, even though you have now Saskatchewan and Alberta now are saying, "Yeah, we we want our truckers back." The person that they've got to convince is that dopey prime minister. You know, who's out there calling them, ra- uh, you know, it's probably too late. I was, I've been suggesting you get off his ass and go over and see the truckers and talk to him and have a town hall with him, have a discussion with him and tell him why he believes what he believes. And, and maybe for once a politician listen to the people 
uh, that they're supposed to be serving. I think it would be a pretty good idea. He actually said not only will he not do it, but the reason he's not doing it is because he does not agree with them. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but when you are representing an entire nation of people, it's not up to you to decide who you do and don't represent. You represent, you represent everybody. This is why we should elect real people. What's announced that we're running for president? Okay, I, cool. If, if I was president, which is never going to happen, if, which I, if I was president and this was happening in this country and I saw this movement building and I saw all the support that they're getting from the people, and I saw that it can have a huge impact, horrible impact on the economy on top of the supply chain crisis. And by the way, oil now at 91 bucks a gallon. I've been telling you it's going to go higher. And all these other inflation at a 40 year high. I think I'd get on that little airplane called Air Force One and I'd fly right there and I'd land and I'd say, all right, set up a, a get a big airplane hangar and everybody gets to talk. And I and listen to people and hear from people. You know, it's uh, unbelievable. You're supposed to be public servants. You're supposed to serve the people in your country. All right. Does anybody care? Michael Avenatti was uh, convicted on two counts. I don't. Um, I don't think you do. <laughs> okay, don't. this is my answer. Not at all. Not at um, all. You know, we're going to talk to Austin Goolsby. I'm actually going to do something a little different. I'm going to try and get him. He's a professor at the Booth School of Economics. I want him to, like, grade Biden. I guarantee you he's going to give, like, Biden A's on everything. He just can't help himself. Um, there's not good economic news. There's, down, there's some mixed news. I'll, I'll be, just to be fair, and and honest, but I I don't I I don't have an explanation for this. ADP, very respected, reported a three hundred thousand job loss yesterday for January. Now today, the Biden Labor Department reports a four hundred sixty-seven thousand job gain. That's an eight hundred thousand job difference. Why am I suspicious? I just something doesn't smell right here. Um, oil prices now 91 bucks a gallon. Uh, that is a big, big deal. And, you know, major producers, you know, Joe gave up energy independence. Everybody lies about it on the liberal side. This is a lie. Every movie's made is to restrict exploration, drilling, and of course, shutting down pipelines for getting natural gas. So now we gave up energy independence and we gave up, you know, being a net exporter of energy uh and by the end of his term donald trump wasn't importing any oil from for example saudi arabia or these countries inflation is fueling car prices as inventory can't get into car new used car prices are through the roof so i i'm telling people to get car shields because people are keeping their cars longer none of this news is good um we have biden inflation you know is is just getting worse uh, Lawrence Summers even said, yeah, we're probably by the end of the year, we're, we're headed towards a recession. And he was the one that said, no, inflation's not transitory. He's he's he got that right from the beginning. Lawrence Summers predicts the Biden inflation crisis will become the Biden recession by the end of the year. And for all the reasons that we already know, because he's not going to change any any of his stupid policies. He's emboldened by the radical new Green Deal socialists. 
Exposing government waste and abuse of your liberties every day. Sean Hannity is on right now. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Uh, So I just mentioned that uh, Michael Avenatti was convicted on two counts of fraud uh, related to the Stormy Daniels book fraud. And I said, I I don't think anybody cares. But there's a funny article in the Daily Caller. And its headline is, you're like the Holy Spirit. A look back on the media's love affair with Michael Avenatti. Um, Listen to this. Lately, for me, you're like the Holy Spirit. You are all places at all times, said Anna Navarro at The View. You're something of a folk hero, Bill Maher said. Michael Avenatti's a beast, uh, said Eddie Gloud Jr., whoever that is. He is the savior of the republic, Joyless Behar. Um, well, I mean, I mean, this, yeah, do you, you have a montage of it? Oh, let's let's listen to some of the greatest hits. He's Donald Trump's worst nightmare, Michael Avenatti. Joining us once again is Michael Avenatti. Let's bring in Michael Avenatti. Michael Avenatti. Michael Avenatti. Michael Avenatti, thank you very much. He's out there saving the <laughs> Look, country. Don Meacham says he may be the savior of the republic. You are something of a folk hero now. I owe Michael Avenatti an apology. I've been saying enough for writing, Michael. I've seen you everywhere. What do you have left to say? I was wrong, brother. You have a lot to say. I uh, am just dying to hear what you think because people all like you i'm the only person right here donald trump fears more than robert miller we think you guys are the tip of the spear that's going to take down donald trump right. michael avenatti's a beast okay that's true and he, he's a beast he's a beast i hand it to her yeah. and i hand it to michael avenatti but he has a great bigger calling here that being a lawyer is minimal compared to what he's doing no one has talked tougher directly to Donald Trump on TV than Michael Avenatti. And Donald Trump is afraid to mention his name. That's fascinating. Donald Trump is terrified of Michael Avenatti. Now, he this- Trump a run for his money more than anybody else, Michael Avenatti. <laughs> an existential threat to the Trump presidency. The Democrats could learn something for you. You are messing with Trump a lot more than they are. He has no doubt created sheer panic and donald trump's very fragile mind michael avenatti is laying down the law uh, i can't i can't no. take it any, enough i can't take anymore i mean okay whatever it just shows you how how nuts they are um we have peter schweitzer coming up later in the program now i find this a little bit strange we have nancy pelosi is urging the u.s olympic team to keep their mouths shut in china about China's human rights abuses and atrocities. Like, for example, you know, the forced labor camps, the Uyghur minorities that are, are the atrocities are, are limitless. Then, of course, you've got uh, the uh, communist Chinese. Yeah, they fly, fly their fighter jets over Taiwan uh, 30, 40 at a time all over their airspace and basically signaling right after these Olympics that they're going to take over Taiwan. Then the oppression and the crackdowns that have gone on in Hong Kong. Not a safe place to be anymore. Then add to that, of course, COVID-19 and all the lying with the assistance of their their press secretaries at the uh, WHO, which we stupidly give money to. Um, But what's pretty fascinating, so Nancy Pelosi says, oh, you better keep your mouth shut. What happened to the land of the free and the home of the brave? And who gives an Adam Schiff what? Uh, China thinks if you don't like my comments, too bad. What what are they going to take Americans hostage? I doubt it. 
because they want the Olympics. Why the Olympics there anyway? The International Olympic Committee, you know, needs to be a little more selective in the countries that they they pick for this. Then you've got Joe Biden making a ridiculous comment on China's abuses, saying countries have different norms. Oh, I'm sure that that the thirty one uh, million dollars the Biden's made in China on top of the one point five billion dollar Bank of China deal with zero experience Hunter uh, has not compromised at all the Biden family. Could you imagine if any Trump made all this money from Russia, China, Ukraine? What, what do you think the media reaction would be? Listen to Pelosi and listen to uh, Joe Biden. I would say to our athletes, you're there to compete. Do not risk incurring the anger of the Chinese government because they are ruthless. I know there is a temptation on the part of some to speak out while they are there. I respect that, but I also worry about what the Chinese government might do. The central principle of Xi Jinping is that there must be a united, tightly controlled China. And he uses his rationale for the things he does based on that. I point out to him, no American president can be sustained as a president if he doesn't reflect the values of the United States. And so the idea, I'm not going to speak out against what he's doing in Hong Kong, what he's doing with the Uyghurs in western mountains of, of uh, China and Taiwan trying to end the one China policy by making it forceful. I, I said, and by the way, he said he, he gets it. Culturally, there are different norms in each country, and they, their leaders are expected to follow. Oh, so let's see if we got this right about norms. Oh, we have to have norms. Is that right? Is that all that is? They have different norms and, and countries have different norms and, and mores and values. And, oh, we'll just ignore it. Uh, it's just disgusting. Now, um, I'm sure with Pelosi and, and of course, Joe saying this, I'm sure it has nothing to do with the fact that in Pelosi's case, her family also has been raking in gazillions from investments in China. We wouldn't want to damage Pelosi's portfolio. Now, would we? Because the New York Post put out a piece you know, talking about this warning to athletes uh, that you don't want to risk their anger. What do you mean you don't want to risk their anger? Uh, I have I I would love to risk their anger if I was there. What do I care? What, what are you telling Americans to shut up for? Why shouldn't they speak out on behalf of human dignity and human rights? What happened to this Democratic Party? You know, it's, it's sort of like I don't understand with. For example, there's not more anger. Where where are the humanitarians and uh, the the libertarians and 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 gay rights groups? Why aren't they saying and women's rights groups? Why aren't they standing with Sean Hannity saying that Joe Biden needs to go rescue Americans he abandoned in Afghanistan that are being treated horribly? If they find out you're gay, they're going to kill you. Women can't go to school, can't go to work, and women are beaten in the streets if they're not with a male relative accompanying them. You know, so addressing the athletes, don't risk incurring the anger. I don't care if they get angry. You know, the Chinese thought police actually stopped a live TV report. By the way, this whole thing aired, the the opening ceremonies aired already. It's just a waste of time. I don't think that the NBC is that smart. Because 
they've got to know that anybody that wanted to watch this crap would already would have already watched it live or watched it on delay because you can get it anywhere anyway so the world got a glimpse of the thought police in action one of beijing's media enforcers interrupted a live broadcast of a dutch tv network that was in the midst of covering the olympics and they literally pushed the dutch correspondent off the screen you can't make this up you know, Beijing is now projecting a, a shared future of undisputed Chinese power. Um, Russia and China have made a very visible sign of unity together, Putin and President Xi. You can add to that their helping and their alliance with Iran. You want to talk about uh, the evil trifecta, this is it. You know, China's using the Winter Olympics to what? Uh, not talk about the regime's execution vans, the concentration camps, their torture. How about what about the Tibetans and how they've been treating treated over the years? Oh, we can't mention that either. I thought Democrats stood up for liberal, for human rights, civil rights, gay rights. I thought that thought that's what they say. They you know they always slam conservatives. You're racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, transphobic. What happens in China and in the Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan? Who are the people speaking out the loudest against the atrocities? Yeah, people like me. Oil prices now at a seven-year high. Not good. 91 bucks a barrel. Not good. We have really weird disparities, as I told you, with the ADP uh, loss of uh, 300,000 jobs for January, but a 467,000 job gain in the Biden Labor Department Hmm, makes me wonder. We got all of that happening. In the media mob world, I'm getting very interested in what's going on with Zuckerberg. Uh, what's his name? Mark, Z- the, this Facebook guy. He, uh, what did he lose? $250 billion in the last two days. Is that about the right number now? That is correct. Was, uh, that's a lot of money. Now, when this whole issue of uh, fake news CNN's Jeff Zucker resigning, saying that he didn't disclose in a timely fashion a relationship that the whole world knew about, and that was the reason. I told you that's not the reason. Now we're getting the reason. There's a story in the New York Post went into great detail that that both uh, Jeff Zucker and his girlfriend, Allison, whatever her name is, Gold... Golas, I don't know how to pronounce it anyway, that they were helping Chris Cuomo's brother. Very Now, I made the point at the time, it's not the worst thing that somebody helps a family member out in need when they're going through the most difficult time in their life. You know what? I think most of you in in real life, you know, your real love and friendship isn't when things are going great. It's when you go through the hard times. That's when you find out who your real friends are. And and to me, it wasn't a fireable offense. And I don't call for firings. But I didn't think it was a fireable offense. Now we're discovering that Zucker and Golist, the girlfriend, were making the calls themselves to Andrew Cuomo, inviting Andrew Cuomo to make more appearances on Chris Cuomo's CNN show and boost ratings, and it even goes further and says that, and they're denying it, but it says that they were advising him and giving him advice on how to respond and hit back at President Trump and and how he can do his press briefings better. 
so he could become a real presidential contender. Um, the one that might want to, and now it's it's an interesting note. I I, I guess Humpty Dumpty puts out a, I don't know, a nightly news report, a fake news report, whatever. You know, it's unreliable liberal sources is the name of his show. Anyway, so he's under fire inside the network. This was reported also in the New York Post today. And I've been calling him Zucker stenographer forever. But apparently he just decidedly to go all in and put all his chips on Jeff Zucker because it looks like he may need, be needing to put his resume back together. Uh, quote, I'll read directly from the New York Post. CNN is facing a call to fire its chief media correspondent, Humpty Dumpty, my words, uh, for not exposing the romantic relationship between Zucker and, and the senior executive. The network needs to step up and fire Brian. He's allegedly our top media reporter, yet he failed to report on the scoop that everyone in the office knew. Blah, 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 blah. Wow. I wonder if that means that his trusty, you know, he has somebody else in that department. Some guy is like a Hannity stalker. If I'm ever out anywhere, some guy comes up to me and says, Sean, how are you? And I'm like, do I know you? This, remember that happened at that mediaite thing that I had to go to that year. And I had a good time. It was fine. Um, and and Humpty was stalking me. And then the other, I'm like, who are you? It's me. It's, it's Oliver. I'm like, Oliver who? Remember, remember that moment? It was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, who? And then it happened again. I'm like, you keep telling me I know you. I don't know you. But apparently his greatest ambition in life is to be Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> he might have an opportunity to be Humpty Dumpty now. You know, because they're just stalkers. They're Fox News stalkers, Hannity haters. And anyway, so it looks like Zucker loyalists are willing to go down the ship. And there was an interesting moment. This is really inside baseball, but this guy Zaslov is his name, is going to be taken over with Discovery, and he does all those cooking shows and and home shows, etc., etc. Very successful broadcaster. Not a dumb guy. And he said, he, he said, yeah, we're going to keep CNN on the left side. And I'm telling you, that was not an accident. There's something deeper to that comment. In other words, there's great fear within CNN Who's going to take over and what the editorial direction is going to be? Now, another guy, cable giant, a guy by the name of Malone, is John Malone, is, you know, apparently the one that pushed Zucker out because he thinks he's messed up the network. Well, when your ratings go down 91%, uh, you're going to probably be on the chopping block. I think there's a lot of reasons for all of this. It's going to be interesting to watch it unfold. That may be too inside baseball, but. Interesting to me. 800-941, Sean. Uh, when we come back, we'll, we'll have uh, Professor Austin Goolsby grade uh, his pal, Joe Biden. I'm sure he's going to inflate the grades dramatically. It could be fun. Um, and then later, Peter uh, Schweitzer is going to be with us. And then we're going to talk to the leader of the Freedom Convoy in America and the leader of the Freedom Convoy in Canada together.